Hey there, welcome to the Life Organized Podcast, where you can learn how to organize your life so you can focus on the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and today you are listening to episode number 20, When Your Family Doesn't Want to Throw Things Away. Okay, I'm really glad you're joining me for this episode today. This is how this one came about. I've been thinking about it for a while. Last fall, when I let my friends know that I was going to start a new podcast, uh, some of the girls I play pickleball with gave me some suggestions, and one of them was to do an episode on what you do when people in your family won't throw things away, and that's just a really great topic because I don't care who you are, there is someone in your family who likes to hang on to stuff. You probably already know who that person is. Maybe it's your kid, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your mom or your dad, and you know what? Let's be honest. Maybe it's you. It's just how some people tick, and it's okay But today we're going to kind of get to the bottom of this. What are we going to do when we have a situation that starts impacting us? Because, you know, we have to share our space with our family. And that means that your organizing habits are going to affect the others and their organizing habits are going to affect you. And because we live in a time where we have so much stuff, the difference between what feels like clutter to other people and what it feels like to you can create some big problems. So today I want to give you a few quick, easy things to think about when you're living with someone who doesn't want to throw things away. And if that doesn't do it, then I have a bigger one for you to consider. Okay, so let's start with one of the simple ones. If you listen to episode 12, when you want to organize your pantry, then you've already learned that the first step when we're organizing a space is to collect everything that belongs in that space and then sort it into like piles. So that is a really helpful step when it comes to letting go of things, because I want you to think about once you have collected everything and then you can clearly see everything that you have, it makes it a lot easier to let go of things. So a great example, let's say you love wearing leggings. You have a lot of pairs, you know you use them all. So the idea of getting rid of any of them really doesn't make sense because you use them so much. But if you were to collect them all, get them from the laundry and clean and your drawers and really separate them into piles, you know, here are all my black ones and here are my shorter ones and here are the colored ones, you would start to see that there are some that you wear a lot more than others. There are some newer ones that you like better. There's some older ones that are more worn out. And when you have them all collected and sorted like that, it's a lot easier to see which ones you think you could let go of. So what I'm suggesting is this could be a really appropriate thing to teach your family. If they're open and receptive to you teaching them, let them know that if they collect and sort, it'll make it a lot easier for them to see what it is they really want to keep. So that's the first thing I want to suggest. Teach them to collect and sort so they can see clearly what they have and they can make a better decision. Okay, the second quick, easy thing that I want to give you today is to ask yourself a set of magic questions. Those are, do I love this and do I use it? Okay, this is the happy gal version of Marie Kondo's question, does it spark joy? So whatever question resonates with you, that's the right one to ask. But if you have people that just kind of subconsciously hang on to stuff without having a lot of reason behind it, It's really helpful for them to consider, is this something I actually use and how do I feel when I'm around this thing? Are they hanging on to it just out of habit? Because if they are and they get really clear about these two questions, then they may decide, 
you know what, I don't really think I need this anymore. And if that's the case, that's great news for you because a little bit of awareness can go a long way. Again, it can be a really great tool that you give your family so that they know how they can approach other situations in the future when they know they have too much stuff. They'll have these tools. They'll be able to make some good decisions with it. And that can work really well. But I know that that's not enough for everyone. There are some cases that those two tools will really help you make a lot of headway. And then there's other cases where it's going to be a little more complicated. Maybe you've tried these kinds of things with your family before and they didn't exactly work. Maybe you have a hunch that there's something running a lot deeper than what we just talked about. And if that's the case, you're going to want to listen closely to the rest of this episode. If getting the family to throw things away is not a quick and easy fix, then there's some work to be done. And here's the part that might surprise you. The person who needs to do the work is not necessarily the other person. All right, I have a lot of clients come to me and they want me to tell them how they can get their family to get rid of stuff, how they can help them conform to their idea and vision of being organized because to them, their vision makes a lot of sense. And you know what? Most of the time, it looks really reasonable. You know, it may look like what you see on Instagram or Pinterest, like by all standards, what people are wanting their family to do is a really good thing. But that's not a job I can do. I can't give them those magic words that's going to help them get their family organized. Because the truth is, You can't change other people. Stephen Covey has a saying that I love. He says, with people, fast is slow and slow is fast. And that is just a fascinating statement to me and one that I've had to remember often when I'm interacting with my family because there's this part of me that wants to force them to change, force them to see the things the way I see them, force them to want to do better and be better because I love them and what I'm seeing makes so much sense. And maybe you relate to this. Maybe you want to force your family to get rid of stuff. And it sounds like a reasonable request. But Covey is right on the money when he says that way is slow. Because have you ever noticed the harder you try to get someone to change, the more they dig in their heels? Trying to rush something slows it down because people want to choose for themselves. And the moment you try to take that away from them, they start to resist. So going slow is actually faster. What does that mean? It means giving people their space allowing them to experience the highs and the lows of their choices and trusting that over time, if there are more lows than highs, they are going to make their own choice to change. And it feels paradoxical and it can also feel really frustratingly slow, but this is actually the fast way. It's fast because in the long run, when someone genuinely wants to change, they will take ownership and they will make it happen. They are motivated. It doesn't feel like your burden anymore. It takes some time, but it's really the only long-term solution that works. You probably know this already at some level, but oh, it's hard to accept, isn't it? When you have to live with their clutter and it's so hard, all the changing you've been trying to get them to do, and it just seems to have the opposite effect. All right, so let's level set. What exactly are you supposed to do, right? You're living with this clutter. You can't change them. How are you supposed to deal with the situation? Because I know the clutter is driving you crazy. What are you supposed to do? 
where you're going to do the only thing you can do. If you've already educated them, you've already given them those quick, easy tips, and it's not making a difference, then the only thing you can do is you set a boundary that's going to protect you and give you that safe, clutter-free space you need. You have to be the person to change, and that is how you do it. You set that boundary, and then you quit trying to manage their space. This may mean that you're giving your child a special box where they can keep all of their treasures, or maybe you're giving them their whole bedroom, or your husband might get a section of the storage room or a wall in the garage or the whole garage to keep all of his special things. And when the special box fills up or when the storage shelves are full or when the bedroom or the garage gets too full, then they know they've bumped up against that boundary that you've agreed on. There's just this understanding that when it gets full, this is the signal that some things need to be let go. This may be hard for them. You might want to refer them to episode 17 where we talk about first in and first out, and that might help. They may want to do it all on their own. But whatever the case, once that boundary is set, the relief here, the change here for you is their stuff is not your business anymore. And hopefully that brings you tremendous relief. Hopefully that frees you up to focus on the things that you really have control over, which is your own stuff and your own space. So let's talk about what this looks like in real life. My husband has a shelf in the closet we share, and it's where he puts all his random miscellaneous stuff. I mean, you should see him unload his pockets and the things that end up on that shelf. But you know what? It is his business. I don't worry about it. That's his space to manage. And I mentally, emotionally, and physically occupy the space in the closet that's mine, and that's it. That boundary is set, and it protects me from his stuff. But note that the boundary isn't just for me, and I think this is a really important part. It is for him, too. He also needs a safe place to put his things in that he values, knowing that I am not going to bug him about it. Because here's the real deal. It's not my business what he values and what he doesn't. He may like carrying around all that stuff in his pockets. And even though I can't see the value in it, it probably serves some purpose in his life. And that's not my call to make. But because we share the space, there needs to be a limit on how much of that stuff gets to stick around. And with that boundary that we set, it gives us the freedom we both need. Like we mentioned before, I have the freedom to enjoy my organized space and he has the freedom to enjoy his stuff without being pestered about it. That's what boundaries do. They keep everyone safe. And just because you don't see the value in what your family wants to keep doesn't mean the value's not there. You know what they say, one man's trash is another man's treasure. It can be hard to understand, but I guarantee you, If someone you love is fighting to keep their stuff, it is serving some purpose for them. And honestly, that purpose, it's none of our business. I don't want someone else telling me what to keep and what not to keep, and they don't want that either. So the change that needs to happen here is not forcing other people to let go of stuff. Okay, remember what Stephen Covey said, with people fast is slow and slow is fast. The work that needs to be done is being willing to believe that in general, people are doing the best they can. And if something is bringing them value, that is not our call to make. The only thing we can do for our own peace of mind is to let it be their business. Because when we get involved, have you noticed what happens? 
it makes us miserable and probably makes them miserable too. All right. We need to stay in our own business, in our own stuff, in our own boundaries. All right. So let's wrap up here. Years ago, I had a teacher who taught me something important that I think I want to start using on the podcast. At the end of every lesson, he would ask us the same question. So what? He'd say, you just sat in this classroom. You just learned this thing. And so what? What difference does this make in your life? What are you going to do because of it? And that's what I want to ask you today. You can't force your family to throw things away. The only thing you can do, aside from educating them about how to sort or how to ask the questions of do I use it and do I love it, is to set those personal boundaries to give you a safe, organized space to enjoy and to remind you that their stuff doesn't have to be your business. Okay, so what? (laughs) What difference does that make in your life? What are you going to do about it? If this is a sore subject for you, maybe your so what is going to be to identify one boundary that needs to be set. This can be done with respect and is best as a discussion with the other person rather than a verdict. But think of a boundary that will give you and the other person in your life a safe space so you can both have what you value. Okay, deep thoughts here today. And listen, I know this isn't easy. I know this can get really emotional, really charged. And I know it's not always so black and white. But today's episode is a good start. This is a good conversation to have. These are good things to think about. And if you need to keep having this conversation, if it's opened some things up for you that are triggering, if you're really not sure where to start, you know where you can find me. If you need more, I'm on Instagram at JL the Happy Gal, so you can message me there. And there's a lot of support in the Get Organized Bootcamp and especially in the Life Organized Membership, all right, and even personal coaching. So I'll leave some links in the show notes if you feel like that might help you. But I really believe that what we've talked about today can give you a really strong start. All right. Thanks for sending, spending this time with me today. I love that we get to hang out this way. And remember, when you feel overwhelmed or frustrated or dissatisfied with life, the happy gal way is your key to help you organize your life so you can make space to focus on what matters most. We'll see you next time. <laughs>